Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello. Hello Hello and welcome to podcast number 143. My name's Chris Tilly, I'll be hosting today. Hooray. And I'm joined Yay. by Stuart Reed, Yay. Tom Butler, Yay. and Luke Carmali. Hello. Who? Uh, this week we'll mainly be talking about 3DS XL, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, Spec Ops The Line, and we're all going to get iron fisted. Oh, yeah. But first cool. up, what have we been up to this week, Tommy? Uh, a couple of things. Um, we had uh, Mr. Noel Clark come by the office yesterday. Come by, Star come by. Kid adulthood, adulthood. Doctor Who. Doctor Mickey, Who. Mickey, yeah. what's his name from Doctor Who? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mickey, what's his name? Um, and yeah, Kidulthood, adulthood. Uh, he's going to be in Star Trek Two, mm-hmm. uh, but at the moment he is starring in Stories Twenty Four, which is a yeah. British horror film. Is it? And uh, yeah, Chris, you've seen it. Yeah, creature feature. Yeah. Quite good fun. We uh, basically what we did is had um, someone, a guy called Joe Ben, who was one of our readers, playing him, playing with him, playing at him, playing with him against doing, him. Against he wasn't him. playing with him. <laughs> he was no, they, playing. They with were him. playing with him because they were co-oping. Yeah, Ooh. spec ops survival mode with uh, Modern Warfare Three. So yeah. um, it was really good because Joe was on one end and obviously hey. we had. Um, <laughs> They're doing an Eiffel Tower. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, and Noel was here, and they were playing the game together. And it was really the fun, miracle it? of the interweb. Yeah. They could speak at each other. It was good. And, um, uh, yeah, the guy asked him, is it better than, is it like Attack the Block? And he went, nah, it's much better than that. <laughs> <laughs> not, not entirely true, but whatever. But, <laughs> but, yeah, no, Noel was really, really nice. He was really into his games. Yeah. So I think we're going to try and get him back for a podcast yeah. sometime soon. Properly, yeah, we, we did a little interview with him about gaming as well, which will be going up alongside the... Uh, yeah, and he's a massive Batman fan, like really into his Batman, really into Zelda as well, and he was just a really nice guy. He loved our shelf of interesting goodies, didn't he? He took pictures of nearly everything yeah. in this room, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, said, he said he's got an Assassin's Creed thing that we can put there that he's going to give us. That's cool. Really? Still in the box. Yeah. Very good. If he'd got his email, we'd be able to ask him for it. But Well, I don't like pushing celebrities for emails, because wow. it's kind of a bit... You know, yeah. It's your job. You know, well, you know we missed a trick. Instead of that bloke being on the other end, we should have made it Adam Deacon, and they could have. Yeah, he was. Oh, he we said, yeah. "I don't talk about that anymore." No. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Scandal. But that video that we made of him playing uh, Call of Duty and talking about his film will be on the site. Now. By the time you hear this. By the time yeah. you hear this. And if people like it, we might try and get a few more celebs coming into game against. Yeah, you guys. I'd be quite interested to hear what games you'd like to play with which celebrities. Oh, uh, that could be good. Yeah. Mm. If um, only we had an email address that people could write to. Um, shall I make one up now that they can use? Try it. And yeah, then create it, it in yeah. time. Yeah, it's it. IGNUKfeedback at IGN.com. Excellent. So if there's a celebrity you want to play a game with, let us know what game it is yeah. and which celebrity it is. And what else have we done this week, Tom? <laughs> On Wednesday night, it was the IGN pub quiz. Yeah. yeah. Pub quiz three. Pub quiz three. And it was your first pub quiz experience, Luke. It was. Wow. It was intense. Was it? Yeah, it was enjoyable. Did what? you have a favourite bit? Um, I liked your round. And the reaction to it, I thought yeah. that was fantastic. You know? Yeah, people didn't like my movie sports, sporting movies round. Did it not go down well, no? Well, I thought as it was the Euro 2012 and the Olympics, I thought let's have a bit of a theme here. Yeah. And then 
it got brought up. I was going to come over to Tom and say, can I read this one out? But as soon as he mentioned it, people seemed to be turning on him. And I thought, Ooh. no, I'll leave this to Butler. <laughs> but you know what? After, when people got the answers back, um, everyone was really positive about it because they got more right in that one than they did in a lot of the other rounds. Mm. Because I made the questions quite work out accessible, yeah, workoutable. That's a, that's the word. <laughs> there was there was one particular question that went down really badly about Days of Thunder. Yeah, maybe you want to test the listeners with it. Yeah, <laughs> what's what's the ridiculous name of Tom Cruise's character in Days of Thunder? Do you know, Stu? I have no idea. Oh, I messed, I messed up, didn't I? You there did. was an icy silence when that question was asked. It's called Cole Trickle. <laughs> Of course he is, yes. <laughs> See, I think that's a brilliant name, but I guess I'm the only person that remembered that. Yeah. What else uh, have we done? Uh, but yeah, that was a re- it was a really good night actually. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks for Kid Icarus for sponsoring it and uh, giving us three DSs. The team that won, a little bit disappointing. Um, Super Quiz Fighters. They're from a, a a group called DS London, so they're all literally all about DSs. So they've probably got about four each already. So. <laughs> that's all right then. They but seem pretty chuffed to, to have won, though. They were... Almost too chuffed. Almost too chuffed, yeah. <laughs> I think um, it's becoming quite a badge of honour to win the IGN pub quiz now, though. Mm. Yeah, Ready Game Fire only came, like, sixth, I think. So They um, were gutted that they were still being booed when their name was mentioned. <laughs> they were so genuinely gutted. <laughs> but they're good guys. They uh, they yeah. know it's only... Um, it's only... It's all fair in quiz and war. That's right. <laughs> um, two teams did very badly. Yeah, the the... <laughs> The Blunder Cats and Brilliant the other one. Yeah, the other one was uh, I can't remember, but yeah, they didn't. They got like twelve and a half points each. Yeah, I'm not being sexist, but the only team of all girls came last. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm definitely so. not being sexist. I'm just stating a fact. But there was a c- few contentious <laughs> questions, uh, mainly about Nintendo. So that's the last time we ever do n- Nintendo questions. Really? Um, yeah. yeah, and I had a few people asking me whether we could do some comic stuff and some TV stuff. And I'm worried it'll go down even worse than the movie stuff. But I think we maybe could do a round where we mix it up a bit. And I think general culture is a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Pop culture is always... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's what we cover on the site. So yeah. Well, Pub Quiz 4 will happen. I can confirm that now. Yes. Um, where it's going to happen, when it's going to happen, what the questions are going to be. still yet to... to TBC. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll let you know as soon as we know any more. But um, we'd love to take it out on the road. We really want to bring it yeah. up to like Manchester or Birmingham or Glasgow or somewhere. So uh, yeah, let us know if you wanted to bring it to your town. And we'll Miami. See I'd love to do one in Miami. We could do that, can we? <laughs> we could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Could we go back to Barcelona and do one? Yes. That would be good. In Spanish. Yeah. Would that Catalan. be good? Yeah. All right. Um, Tom, to give you a break from talking, I might take the next bit of news. Yeah, do it. I have some Marvel movie news. Uh, this week, there's lots of things happening in the Marvel universe. I think off the back of um, the success of the Avengers and, and all the other films, uh, they've kind of got this plan for all those sequels, but I think they want some fresh blood out there. So uh, it looks they made a couple of announcements this week. One was Guardians of the Galaxy. Does anyone know about this? Who? Isn't that something to do with owls? No, that was Guardians of the Gahul. All right. <laughs> Gahul. <laughs> uh, no, these are a futuristic alien superhero team who I've never heard of. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they, they they first appeared in print in 1969. Their current roster includes Star-Lord. Know him? No. no. Adam Warlock. Doesn't uh, he, isn't he our sales manager? <laughs> <laughs> in joke. Uh, Dax, <laughs> Drax the Destroyer, Gamora, Philofell. Rocket Raccoon. Philofell? <laughs> what? Gamora as in Sodom and. Yep. Uh, Rocket hell. Raccoon, who I'm very interested in. Rocket <laughs> Raccoon. You're taking the piss now. You're making this up. Mantis and Groot. <laughs> That's a rubbish superhero name. I'm Groot. Wow. This is 
gripping. Yeah. I don't know if that kind of seems like they're scraping the barrel. There's a lot of other good films they could have made. Oh, there, well, is, there is Barrel Scraper as well. He didn't mention him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, apparently they've got a great script for it, which is the reason they're moving ahead with it. And there's there's word that the th- the villain might be Thanos. Mm, right. did, we know him from something recently, Avengers, although we won't right. say what. Yeah, Avengers. Um, and so, there's so thinking- you are saying what then? <laughs> yeah. okay. And so there's thinking that maybe the events of this movie might lead up to the Avengers 2. I'm looking at some other some of the other people in the Guardians of the Galaxy here on on that Wikipedia. One of them is Major Victory. Oh, yeah, I'm a big fan of Major Victory. Yeah, uh, Jack Flag. Jack Flag. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and my personal favourite, Cosmo the Space Dog. <laughs> so yeah. all the big hitters. Do you think Marvel have got signed of ra- some kind of random superhero name generator yeah. and they've used it for these fellows? Actually, it's quite funny because um, I just read this book the other week Turbulence uh, which is this Indian superhero book which is brilliant I think it's out in, on Titan Books in the next couple of weeks yeah we'll be doing a big feature on it as but well but it's, it's really sort of knowing about superhero and superhero genre and they're just like basically think of a superhero name it's already been taken so they're all just like they just call themselves their own names because all the good superhero names are gone yep. um, but yeah so yeah so yeah that one looks like it's going to be potentially in cinemas in 2014 who do you reckon will play Cosmo the Space Dog <laughs> <laughs> what about the dog from the artist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe. I'm Probably. just wondering who's going to play Groot. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Groot. Can we get can we get listeners to suggest uh, superhero names for us? <laughs> oh God, <laughs> is that a bad idea? That's probably bad. Good, let's do it. Anyway. Greybeard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one for you. Anal beard. Yeah, yeah. Shit hair. Work experience, uh, just boy. Oh, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, but the word is that they're going to. What about sex pest? Chris. All right. Yep. Yep. That's, <laughs> that one goes back to school days for me. <laughs> um, they're going to reveal more about this at, at Comic-Con in Can't a couple wait. of weeks. So Can't wait. Really excited. Good times. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> also, apparently, uh, Marvel um, have had Edgar Wright shooting test footage for the Ant-Man movie that's been in development for the last seven years. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, he spent a week, apparently, uh, producing footage for a test reel the used to test out the potential look and tone of the movie, as well as to decide how convincing Ant-Man's powers look on screen. I guess there is a fear that it'll just look ridiculous and silly, so... Well, it's like that when you miniaturise someone. Yeah. Is he is he mm. miniature then, is he? Is that Ant-Man? Is he going to yeah, be tiny? Yeah, well, it's Hank Pym, right? Yeah. Does anyone know them? Yeah, so Hank Pym... Um, He's a master of the universe, isn't he? Yeah, but he also has the power to go big as well to start off with. So he right. initially was Giant-Man and then he became Ant-Man. Right. So when you say, like, Ant-Man, he's got the power to control ants... Sounds a bit rubbish, doesn't it? Does but a bit. If you can go ant giant man as well, then so he's a giant ant man. No, he's just a man, but he but can he go can... giant and also go to the size of an ant. Right. When um, he's a giant, can he control ants? I don't know. Maybe he controls. When he's an ant, he controls giants. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is the film. Uh, Edgar's written the script with Joe Cornish, and I've also heard on the grapevine that they might potentially he might pop up in the post-credit sequence in Iron Man Three. Awesome. Ooh. Which would be cool. Yeah. Is anybody else getting sick of these post-credit sequences? No. Nope. Are you not? No. Nope. Even though you've got to sit through eight minutes of credits just to get to it? Just watch but them on YouTube. It's like a free poster with a magazine. That is a good idea. So, Standard. What, what you take bonus. out a magazine, you throw it away. Talking of this, yeah. can oh. I bring this up right now? So what, there's one particular film magazine which does um, a, a mini size, like a handbag size version of their magazine. Mm-hmm. Do you know which, what, what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. So... Basically, there was a thing that said free giant poster. Now, is the free giant <laughs> uh, poster in the handbag size version of the magazine a smaller version of the giant poster? Or do you think it's... 
I'm not sure. This may be the most boring thing you've ever brought up in the podcast, <laughs> Tom, if I'm honest. I don't know, but it kind of fits in with the Ant-Man thing, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. Ish. <laughs> I don't know. I'm tempted read. to buy it just to find out. The handbag yeah. for your handbag. What a lot of fun that'll be. Um, <laughs> read, readers, if you know the answer, please write in. Um, I have more Marvel news, but I can't be bothered to say it. All right, then. Is it the Black Panther stuff? Yeah, Black Panther might happen. Who do you want to play Black Panther? Um... I want uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yes. Bring it on. I think he'd be brilliant. And he knows some martial arts because he was in Red Belt. Mm. Who do chat. you want, Tom? Um, Daniel Radcliffe. Radders. Yeah. He's he's my Black <laughs> Panther. Yeah. Um, who but, wants some news? Can about... they do a gay version and call it the Pink Panther? Yeah. That would work. Film. That's never been used. No. no. Steve um, Martin can play him. Brilliant idea. Who wants some news about a brand new console that's coming you out? Do. You do, Tom, because you've been going on about this. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Nintendo um, announced just like a week after E3, they've got a new console coming out. They're wank- w- wacky, aren't they? Why didn't they announce it at E3? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they did respond and say, um, oh, we're talking about the 3DS XL, by the way, if you hadn't gathered. <laughs> Um, they came out with a statement because a lot of people were going, why don't you announce this at E3 and said, oh, we're always looking for new and exciting ways to a- 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 announce things for gamers. Mm. What like So, I mean, Keza wrote a really good in- uh, editorial piece on what Nintendo are up to because, I mean, it just shows that E3 probably for big game companies is more about the, the commercial side of things rather than the consumer side of things. I think that's the general gist of it. Okay. But yeah, so they've announced the 3DS XL. It is coming out in UK stores. That's your local game stores from uh, the date is the 28th, uh, sorry, 28th of July in UK shops. It's going to be 179.99. And the big difference is the big screen. It's 90% larger than wow. the current screen. That's nearly 100% larger. Nearly twice as big. Heavens. So it's definitely not pocket-sized anymore. How big is it? Uh, it is. So the original is uh, 135 mil wide. This is 138 mil wide. Um, so that's the the main thing is is normal so is is quite similar, but um, in terms of the screen, it's it's a lot bigger. So it is still pocket-sized. Yeah. Pocket. Right. But, but bigger pockets. But bigger pockets. Um, and also, obviously, a lot of people were expecting a second circle pad to be added. I'm confused by this. Right. It's got a bigger screen. It's got a bigger screen. Yeah. So were they just were they just wasting space on the previous one then by yeah. not making the screen bigger? Because that's all people want on a yeah. screen. Mm. Yeah. Well, they want yeah. a second circle pad, don't we? But... Well, I guess the things with... Uh, that's what you're waiting for, isn't it? A second circle pad. Yeah. Yeah. They... I guess the thing I with screens is that they cost money and things get cheaper as they go along right Stu like oh, economies TVs get of bigger. scale yeah, yeah. Right. Kind of fair thing. enough yeah. so now they can afford to make them cheaper yeah. uh, and that's what's happened but everyone was expecting a second circle pad that hasn't happened but what is happening is it's getting a circle pad pro add-on for the 3DS XL right so that's another periphery to add to your collection. Very good. Yeah look forward so. to that I was more excited this week about the news of the, uh, of the Google Nexus um iPad beta that's coming out. I don't even know what that is. 150 quid for a seven-inch uh, tablet coming out in about three weeks' time. Bloody hell. Have, have that. Have that, Apple. Is have it. Get, it. Is it going to be good? Yeah. Why? It's going to be okay because <laughs> you, you can read books and watch videos on it. Okay. And it's smaller than an iPad. And you could probably have three Nexi for one iPad. Well, so should I not three. buy an iPad? Well, what if you what if you were in a family and everybody wanted to use your iPad at the same time? You could just have three of them 
Are you still thinking about buying one? You've been thinking about buying one since the first one came out. What, yeah. an iPad? Still thinking about buying an iPad. Yeah. We can discuss after. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Readers, should Chris buy an iPad or a Nexus? Or a 3DS XL? Or a Surface? Yeah. Mm. No. 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 Or a Life. <laughs> Luke, never well, we've got lots of upcoming gaming ting for you all. Um, the Guild Wars 2 release date. He's way too young for me. He is, mate. <laughs> I'm, I'm edgy. Um, the Guild Wars 2 release date um, appeared online yesterday. Um, it's going to be out on August the 28th. For someone who is, doesn't know what Guild Wars 1 was, what is Guild Wars 2? Um, it's, it's a sequel to Guild Wars. It's kind of a sequel. It's um, They've changed a lot. It's um, an MMO, and they have um, it's free to play, which is kind of its big USP. Um, so, you know, you just buy the, buy the box. There's a lot of TLAs going in here. Yeah, and then you don't have to use the... Um, it's free to play, so you don't pay a subscription free fee like you do with Warcraft and the like. Um, and yes, it's kind of the big hope for many MMO players um, who are bored of Warcraft. Um, but it's interesting because there's been rumours for the past couple of weeks that Blizzard are about to announce the release date for the next Warcraft expansion, um, which is out this year. That's the Panda one. Yeah, and they haven't. And so I wonder if they will be announcing it shortly now that they know. As, as an MMO player, is, is Warcraft on its last legs? <sighs> no. Um, or is it's, that... Is it's, that... Um, Star Wars hit it quite hard. Yeah. But now Star Wars is like, it's lost a million subscribers and... Um, Warcraft, I mean, it peaked at around just this side of 12 million subscribers, and it's now of around 10 million, so no. So it's still like It's still strong. big. Um, and yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens when um, when the next expansion releases, and also what Guild Wars 2 does to it. Um, but if MMOs aren't your thing, there's um, another game that's coming out, we've discovered. Um, Okami is getting redone, a fresh HD look of paint, and that'll be out... Um, this autumn on the PSN um, as a download. So and that's uh, that's a PlayStation exclusive. Yes. So it was exclusively on the PS2 first. Uh, y- no, I think um, no, there were definitely other versions of it, Akami, because it was on the Wii, wasn't it? Right, at right. One stage. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's um, meant to be a remastered version of the original, um, and yeah, we'll support um, 1080p HD visuals, uh, and yeah, it's out in Japan on November the first, so we should be getting it at some stage but we don't know precisely when yet um, looks beautiful there the trailer like. yeah 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 no look they've really kind of gone all out on and it and Daniel described it to me as like if like everything you want from a new Zelda game yeah but like not a Zelda game yeah no it's really um, the art style is like fantastic and that's kind of like what draws a lot of people to it but the gameplay is, has always been really really good so that's that's exciting um, it's one of a remake we actually want um, and then other than that the Last of Us, bit of news come out about that. Um, the multiplayer is um, that we've been promised is not going to be co-op. Did they just announce multiplayer recently? Yeah, recently they were like, we are going to incorporate multiplayer, and it was a new, innovative style. But we don't know what it is yet. Um, and yeah, the creative director of the game said, we are supporting multiplayer with The Last of Us. We're not ready to talk about the details of how multiplayer will be implemented, but we can say that it's not co-op within the main campaign. I've got it. One of you controls the legs, the other one controls the arms. I like it. Yeah. Puppet master, Smiley. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, Who knows? So the brick throwing theory that we put out there. Apparently not. Not going to Not happen. a thing. No. Which is a shame. I so wanna, what are I they going to do? Really want to play well, the brick Uncharted as well. 3 is kind of what many people are taking. Oh, yeah. So, you know, like, them, yeah. How are they going to do it? But they, they've said it's going to be innovative, which, I mean, obviously they would say that. I but, don't remember what the Uncharted 3... Co- um, 
multiplayer. It's basically Uncharted with loads of other people online. Oh, wow. <laughs> thanks for that, Tom. Great. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, imagine like Uncharted, but with other people. Doing what? Well, it's like in an arena and you're shooting each other. Oh, you know, it's it's. It's fairly standard. Okay. Fairly standard. Stuff. My best guess is that it's going to be some form of like survival wave type thing. Boring. Where you work together. That's my best because it's a kind of survival adventure game. Mm. But that's all I've got, sadly. Well, that's making me lose the will to live. Is it? <laughs> oh. Should we watch a trailer to try and cheer ourselves up? <laughs> what is the trailer yeah. of the week this week, Chris? It is a film called The Man with the Iron Fists. When you forge a weapon... You need three things. The right metal. Temperatures over 1400 degrees. And someone who wants to kill. Here in Jungle Village, we got all three. Some pleasure before business? You a business. This is pleasure. fuck have I just watched? <laughs> they put the F.U. into Kung Fu. <laughs> so that's, that's the Red Band trailer that we debuted on IGN Overnight. Wow. So it's produced by um, Quentin Tarantino, <clears throat> uh, written by Eli Roth and RZA from the Wu-Tang Clan. Brilliant. Your mate. And directed by RZA. Yeah, yeah, we go way back. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks a bit mental, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Crow. <laughs> Russell Crowe. What's he doing in it? Lucy Liz- Liu seems to be playing the same character she played in Kill Bill. Yeah. Mm. I can take that. I don't mind that. I've got fine. a lot of time for yeah. Lucy Liu. Yeah. For Charlie's Angels. And Do- the new Sherlock mm. Holmes. Yeah, I remember, I remember speaking to the, the writer who wrote a while back because uh, when they were shooting it and he was saying it's because everyone's saying it's a kung fu movie. He said they're trying to make kind of like a Terry Gilliam movie with a bit more fancy in it. Right. But I'm not sure I saw that in there. No. <laughs> Just, like a Terry Gilliam like kung fu film. Yeah, that, that was... sounds like a that sounds like a great idea. So that could either be brilliant or an absolute mess. I think. Mm. Yeah. Do we have any news of when it's going to be? Around? Uh, it says this fall in the states. Okay. So it's got an amazing cast. Really? Well, it's not only it's got Russell Crowe, it's got Jamie Chung from uh, um, Sucker Punch. Yeah. Lucy Liu, Pam Grier's in it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the RZA, uh, lo- like loads of amazing kung fu. Rick Yoon from uh, that uh, James Bond film. Yeah, um, yeah, loads of amazing kung fu people in it. So yeah, uh, if, nice. if even if it's horrible, I think the martial arts will be really good in it. It's um, quite a brave thing to do for your first film. Yeah, but he's a massive martial arts person, isn't he? RZA? Mm, yeah, he's, he was in Ghost Dog, wasn't he? And he did the soundtrack. To that's Kill right. Film. I fucking that's right. Love Ghost Dog. <laughs> really? What a good film. Yeah. Do you not think? Never seen it. Oh man, you've got to watch Ghost Dog. It's such a cool movie. I don't want to put down my mate, but can can the Rizzer actually act? <laughs> He's got a great voice. He's got a good voice. And it's set in like 18th century Japan, uh, China. Is that what it says at the beginning of the trailer? I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, don't, it... I don't know if there were many black Americans then. Just saying. Hashtag just saying. Ooh. Contentious. Yeah. Well, hashtag... Tom is back. Well, yeah. like with, <laughs> a new, with a Chinese accent. With, with, a, with a New York accent. I just... <laughs> Anachronistic. So. Anach- anachronistic? Yeah. Okay. Just saying. Okay. But I'm hoping it might play a little festival I'm going to in a few weeks, so more on that then maybe. Was it was it Coffee and Cigarettes that, that Rizzo yeah. was in? Hey, Bill Murray! Was it that yeah, one? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I liked that bit. That was good. That's, it's not a bad film, that one, actually. The Coogan one's really good. Yeah, the Coogan one is good, yeah. Yeah. Good. Anyway, should we, should we talk charts? 
Uh, yes. Tom, do you want to let me know what's going on? Well, I think maybe you should do the film charts first. So do the film charts yeah, first. Yeah. So you've got time to yeah. pad and fill. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, what happened last week in the UK cinemas? Um, Abraham Lincoln went straight to number one. Was that a surprise? Um, not really. There wasn't a lot else out. Uh, it didn't make a huge amount of money, though. It's not like it was a big number one. I mean, I don't think people really care that much about... It's It's not going to do as well here as it did in the States. No. And it was never going to do that well in the States. Bit of a mess. Um, surprisingly, Men in Black 3 seems to be doing really well. Oh. It's been out for five <laughs> weeks now, and it's gone back up to number two. Goodness. Don't know why. Uh, five-year engagement came out, rom-com that yeah. none of us have seen. I want to see that. That looks quite good. Oh, I've seen it. Oh, did you like it? Liked it, yeah. I thought it was okay. great. Who's in it? Uh, it is Jason Siegel and Emily Blunt and uh, a few other people. It's really funny. Mm. Really funny. It's like a like a good rom-com looks really for grown-ups. Good. Right. Yep. Uh, not a lot else happening, although there's one one film that would make Alex very happy if he was here. Yeah. It came out on one screen and made £542. Mm-hmm. And that was the film Planet of Snail. Wow. And I've just been, I've made a little planet of snail. <laughs> you have, haven't well, you? I've been sitting here, a bit of paper with snails. That's beautiful. Yep. Not going to win any awards for artistry, but. Could you do maybe. Concept art for the game adaptation. Could you maybe do a snail and put some Saturn rings around it? That would make more sense. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what did make a bit of money over the last week, though. Go or, on then. Or on Saturday even, was Westlife the Farewell Concert. Oh, God, fuck me. Well, Which... One of them's bankrupt, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> so, really? Yeah. Yeah. What's his property chain? His property market, like, went. How can he be bankrupt? They had like had that many number ones. They didn't singles. write any of them, though, did they? That's true. That's true. It's Louis Walsh. Yeah, He's probably siphoning off all the money for himself. <laughs> oh, and that's the sound of all the Westlife fans who listen to our <laughs> podcast turning off. Both of them. Do you remember when Westlife came out? They were called Westside. And they have to change their name because there was another band called Westside. Yeah. No. They probably, I don't know what... I still call them Westside. I'm so old school when it comes to Westlife. <laughs> It'll always be Westside to me. Um, what uh, What's out this week then? Sorry, yeah, that was the end of that Westside story. Um, <laughs> oh, very enjoyable. Uh, out this week is Stories 24, which we talked about earlier. It's a fun little creature feature, like a, a low-budget alien set in a storage facility. Um, and Killer Joe, which, uh, Tom, you and I had mixed feelings about that, didn't we? Yeah, I didn't really like it. I thought it was just a bit silly. Did you strongly disagree with my review? Um, you hated Thomas Hayden Church, which, and I thought, like, I, I just thought he was really bad. I thought Emil Hirsch was really bad. I just, they didn't just seem to be, like, they didn't turn up for it. What about Gina Gershon's Bush? Pardon me? It is standout performance for me. It really does stand out. It's quite thick. <laughs> What? The opening two minutes, she just shows up on screen and it's just a close-up of her... Yeah, it's basically, yeah, <laughs> it's just like the first thing you see. Is it in 3D? <laughs> no. See, that's a film that needs 3D. Oh. Uh, but whatever you think of the film, I mean, I, I, I quite liked it as a kind of it's twisted interesting, I think. comedy. Yeah. Mm. Um, Matthew McConaughey, I thought, was great in it. I really, really liked his performance. Yeah, it's uh, revelate, re- revelatory. Revelatory? Yeah, revelatory. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to think that all those girls <laughs> that go to see his rom-coms because they think he's really sweet and loving yeah. stumble into this by accident. <laughs> and just see Gina Gershon's bush. Gina Gershon, yeah, and him. He's naked at one point, isn't he? Just wandering around the living room. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the stuff he does with the chicken drumstick. and Yeah. Yeah, I really would like to, that to upset a lot of women. 
Are you, um, <laughs> um, okay. Maybe <laughs> cut that bit out. <laughs> Moving on. Tom, do you need to pad any more or have you got the game charts? No, that's it. Is that all the films that are out this week? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so in the charts, um, the game charts, Dark Knight took the number one spot with Lego Batman 2 DC Superheroes. Um, so that went in straight in at number one. You've been playing that? No, I've got it, but I haven't had a chance mm. to play it yet. So it's be good fun, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I've got a few games piled up now, but that is one of them I will get to. Uh, FIFA's dropped down to number two, Ghost Recon number three, uh, Max Payne number four, and Battlefield number five. Battlefield three, that is. And Lollipop Chainsaw has dropped down to number six. So uh, Lollipop Chainsaw's not done that well, is it? I would say it was. It wasn't a major release. No, mm. it's got quite a lot of mixed reviews, hasn't it? Yeah, as well. Mm. I don't know how much they were banking on it, making a lot of money, but oh, there no. you go, seems to have done all right. But games that are out this week that are worth picking up, or might be worth picking up, are Ratchet & Clank HD Collection. That collects all the the original Ratchet & Clank games. Luke, you, any interest in that? I'm looking at you. Not really. No. I was more of a Crash Bandicoot kind of yeah. guy. Uh, Metal Gear Solid HD Collection for Vita. That's the, the, the Metal Gear Solid collection that doesn't include Peace Walker. Right. Um, and then the Amazing Spider-Man tie-in game, which apparently is quite good. Yeah, so, we liked it, didn't we? Our yeah. was seven, I think. Yeah, because I quite liked not the last Spider-Man game. No, that was awful. That. The one before that yeah. was okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the one where it was four of them. Um, Shattered Dimensions, mm. I think it was called. Yeah, I quite like that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was probably worth checking out. But the big one is Spec Ops: The Line, which is uh, which is getting really good reviews all over the place. A lot of people saying it's a really smart shooter. So. Mm. Suspend your disbelief on that one, I think, and go and pick it up. It may look like a generic shooter, but it's apparently not. Good. Ooh. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. And um, do you want to know what's even more exciting? What's yeah. that? Listener feedback. Oh, there's loads this week, because we recorded early last week, so yeah. um, we'll um, do our best to get through this. F-U. F-U too. Hi, chaps and chapesses, says uh, Michael when it comes to this week's new releases section of your podcast, you sort of stumbled past as though nothing new is coming out. Is there any reason why Spidey didn't get a mention? Are none of you psyched about this game at all? Well, see, see previous three minutes. Uh, mm. Yeah, because it wasn't out till this week. Yeah. So um, it, we cover the games that are coming out this week. So okay. I can't see it's going to be top of many people's to, to buy lists, but no. there you go. Uh, I've got an email here from Joshua Smith. Mm. Birmingham, he says, I've got a question about the next generation of consoles. With the life cycle getting longer and longer, because companies don't want to take big finance risks, why doesn't Sony release a console that's upgradable, much like the PC, where every year or so they release a new PS4 GPU or processor that you can just slot in and change, like a hard drive? That would be cheaper and future proof. That would sorry, that would make it cheaper and future proof the console and all the games could look top spec and just have options to tone them the graphics if you don't have the latest GPU. That's uh it's food for thought. Mm. Yeah. Stuart, yeah. you're the most technically minded. Why don't they do that already? I don't know. I, I, there must be technical reasons. You you know, you, you the thing about Xboxes and PS3s of course is that they are completely closed off and one, you know, every single console is is pretty much the same. Whereas if you start dicking about even putting different kind of memory chips in or or changing the type of hard drive or anything like that, you could run into into issues where this machine over here will work and then suddenly this machine over here won't work. Yeah. Um, they kind of used to do it, didn't they? Really, with when uh, when the Mega Drive was out and and also with with the uh, 
uh, was it the N64 yeah, when they the brought out the, the expansion packs to, to beef up the graphics? Now, maybe that's something they could do is add like co-processors and stuff like that. That might work. But then, you know, you're not sure if that is going to work for everybody that's got that title. You might have to then start releasing two versions of each title. Yeah. Fuck it. We're still miles away, I think, from, from hitting the sweet spot of certainly the PS3. I think there's still a lot of, of, I uh, think so. of stuff to be developed. Well, for when that you see what they've still. done with Beyond... Yeah. yeah, I mean that just looks incredible. Mm-hmm. And The Last of Us is obviously looking super beautiful, mm, pretty hot. Yeah, They're getting better. Um, but yeah, I quite I used to like when you used to get those cheap cartridges that you used to plug into the top of your machine, and then mm. you put your game on top of it, and it would do all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah, maybe bring those back. Bring those back. Yeah, uh, instead of plugging to yeah, GPUs. But um, what about plugging Glade air fresheners for your for your machine? That'd be good. Not bad. Yeah. Was the CD drive for the Mega Drive? Is that an ad? A Mega plug-in? CD. Mega yeah, CD, it was. Or was that a separate thing? It was a plug-in. Mm. Yeah, I used to have one of those. Amazing full motion video mm. in a tiny little window in the middle of the screen. <laughs> was there a game called um, Ground Zero? Yes. It was an alien yeah. invasion game. Yeah. 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 Was that where you were going through sewers? Or was that another one? It was like a like a western town yeah. and you were shooting aliens oh, yeah. and stuff, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Exciting. Happy days. Uh, well, Ashin Singh has said, which game character would you like as a work experience personnel at the IGN offices and why? One of those birds from Lollipop Chainsaw. Yeah, Bayonetta. <laughs> wow, brilliant. <laughs> um, I something. would say Paperboy because we don't have anyone to distribute posts at the moment. So we're all mm. having to sort of distribute ourselves. Oh, yeah, because our office manager, Rebecca, is off sick. Mm. Get well soon. Get well soon. Um, so, yeah, or maybe Patman to do some tidying up. Just yeah. go around gobbling up. All the tablets I know, as a work experience professional. <laughs> all, the, all the pills are left lying around. Lemmings. Why? I'd like some of the lemmings in here. Just to watch them jump out the window, feel better about yeah. yourself. Yeah. As a work experience professional, I don't I don't <laughs> think any of them could hack it, if I'm honest. It's it's a tough thing to do. Are you a professional work experiencer then? I was, yeah. until, until this happened. Uh, until you failed until, at that. Yeah, you and ruined my job. very lucrative career. <laughs> Sad Dan had won. Duke Nukem, wouldn't he? Of course he would. Yeah. yeah. So he could make out with him in the toilet. <laughs> it would be good. It'd be good to have some like red shirts, I think, to come in. Uh, yeah, from like Star Trek. So if there's something <coughs> going disastrously wrong, just put them in and just let them take the bullet. <laughs> I rewatched Galaxy Quest over the weekend. Oh yeah. So good. Sam Rockwell's so good as, Great as the movie, red isn't shirt. It? So good. Um all right, I have a question uh from James from London and he says, Is it me? Yes, it is. Yes, yes, it is, James. It is, yes. So we'll That's move on. Or is the Vita going downhill? I got one at launch along with Uncharted, which is great, but the software seems to be getting worse, e.g. Lego Batman 2 and Resistance, both with graphics and gameplay considerably worse than a game released months earlier. What do we think, fellas? It's just not getting support <coughs> from Sony at the moment. No. It's Sony are obviously f- struggling financially, and they just haven't put any money into resources for it. The titles aren't fantastic, are they, at the moment? No. It's been a bit of a Darth of titles, really. I mean, they've got a new Assassin's <laughs> Creed coming soon. They've got a new Call of Duty coming soon. Uh, but I think it just needs something, doesn't it? Yeah, there's like that. There's that exclusive um, Call of Duty tie-in, isn't there, to Black Ops too? Yeah. That, that, which might do well. Declassified, mm. is it called? Yeah, I think so. So, yeah, I mean, the, there's <coughs> stuff coming, but I think a lot of people are quite pissed that, you know, they bought one launch day. Yeah, but the same kind of the same thing happened with the 3ds, didn't it? There was there was mm. no real killer app at launch, and it, we did wait quite a number of months before it was finally in a position where we could say, yes, this is now necessary. We need a 3ds. And a lot of people are saying that. A lot of people are saying like when they're comparing them, people are saying, well, hang on, like you know, it hasn't been out that long, and the 3ds wasn't in a better position. Mm. You know, 
But when you look on the horizon of what's coming up, it just, I don't know what it needs, but it needs It's still a something. bit bleak. It needs a kind of, it needs like a killer title. Yeah. Of some sort. Needs to be, needs to be made into a phone. <laughs> mm. I don't know if that would work. Maybe a doorstop. Yeah. 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 Or something to hammer nails in with. Yeah. That'll do. Uh, Steve Diamond says, hey guys, greetings from Swansea. Hey. It's nice, isn't it? What's that in Are Welsh? You... Swansea. I don't know. I was born in Swansea. <laughs> well, there you are yeah. then. Swansea, Hi. probably, I don't know. Birth friend. Recently you talked about a bunch of games being moved back from the Christmas window, uh, being pushed into 2013, like Bioshock and The Last of Us, that kind of thing. While developers state they require more time to add polish, do you believe they see the upcoming Christmas release schedule with Wii U, COD and Halo, and they're backing off for fear of limited sales during these tough economic times? In other words, are they bullshitting us about uh, why these games are being delayed? Yes, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean... But then uh, that's that's a good enough reason as any to delay. A game, it is really, isn't, isn't it? it? Like yeah. you put the films get pushed back to get a better release window yeah, I mean, all the time, don't they? Any every kind of product gets shifted around to find the right time to release it. I suppose. Yeah. I guess the question is whether they're lying about tinkering with it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But you know, I think I think any film or game they'd love more time, wouldn't they? I mean, no one's going to say no to having a bit more time to. It's very true. I'm have right, a fiddle. I'm writing hey? something about this right now, so I'm not going to comment. But yeah. In other words, in other words, to answer your question, Steve Diamond, check out the IGN website very soon mm. for for an answer. For many thoughts. Okay, good. Uh, I have an email all the way from Germany. Greetings from Germany. It says Andreas Nuremberg. No, Andreas from <laughs> Nuremberg. <laughs> uh, he says, "Hi guys, how can a company make so much money from reiterating two franchises?" He's talking about Mario and Zelda. With an occasional Pikmin and Metroid thrown in. Obviously, he's talking about Nintendo. Mm -hmm. Right. So, how can they just keep on doing the same old I don't know. Thing? Is that a bad thing? I mean, Isn't think it? about the PS3 and the Xbox. A lot of their franchises are completely homogenized. You know, they share a lot of the same games. And I don't know, if you, when you think Nintendo, you immediately know exactly who their characters are, exactly, you know, what their big brands are. Um, and I don't know if you necessarily do for the PS3 and the Xbox. So, I don't know if it's bad. I think with two new Mario games coming out this year, mm. they both look very similar. Don't seem to be doing anything new. Yeah. But if they're churning out terrible games, yeah, then I'd, I'd be more down on them. But yeah. if they're two great games, yeah. I mean, people will stop buying ultimately. If yeah. if, if it's crap. Yeah. Well, he, he mm. he's, his point is that they don't innovate at all, at all um, apart from the occasional tweak. But I think that's unfair because if you look at something like Super Mario Galaxy... And compare that, or Super Mario 64, mm. anything like that, and compare it to the original Mario's. They've moved, mm. they've come on a long way. I would say maybe the two new Mario's haven't seemed to have moved. No, on they that see, far. Uh, recently they do seem to have stalled. Yeah, um, it, but here's here's a point, Chris. I mean, you know, if you if you look at it from a kind of film world perspective, Scorsese used to use De Niro in every film, even if the film was was really quite different from the previous film, he'd still use him. And it's a similar kind of thing, isn't it? Mm. The games may be quite different, but they still use their characters that are known to front the games. And it's a, it's the goodwill associated. It's like the star system, isn't it, in yeah. Hollywood almost, yeah. that you, you put Mario in because you know it's going to... And you could have a go at Eon for produ keep only producing Bond films, but they've tried to make them sort of keep changing and updating and staying with the times sure. and at the cutting edge. So, yeah, I mean, it's tough to criticise them for that. Yeah, it's uh, it's a difficult one. What what would be nice from from Nintendo would be some new franchises. Yeah, right? mm, yeah, from, from scratch. But um, I mean, Pitman's still quite young. You know, the third one's coming out. Yeah, I mean, 
So we'll see. Um, but yeah, that was a, a good question, Andreas. But uh, I think you're terribly wrong. <laughs> Hopefully we'll see you at Gamescom. Yeah. Come and see us. Um, okay, so Jeremy from Miami has shared that his chest literally tingled when we suggested Mario could appear in the upcoming best movie ever, Wreck-It Ralph. How likely is there to be a retail video game tie-in that will completely miss the mark? Well, there is going to be a game, because it's been announced, Mm -hmm. and it's coming to Wii, 3DS, and DS only. Mm. Which maybe adds some more weight to the, or more wood to the fire that Mario is going to be in it. What do you think? Yeah. yeah, but does that mean that a lot of the other characters won't be in it because it's only going to be on Nintendo? Yeah, there's there's also that risk, I guess. Um, like maybe if it was coming out for all all the consoles, then I would think that maybe they've done a deal where they can use all the characters. But yeah, maybe that's what took Nintendo to to let them use their characters. Mm. Said we got we want exclusivity on the game. Mm. But you're right, the game will completely miss the point oh, yeah. of the film. Like, will completely miss the point. Um, it wow, way be to be down on a game before you know anything about it. <laughs> Watch the Noel Clark uh, thing that we've put up as well, because he's got an interesting point about about video game uh, spin-offs from movies. Yes. He uh, has a very salient point, so yeah, look out for that. That's good. I have an email from uh, Ian, who says, uh, While looking on YouTube recently, a trending video showed an MOD of a game called DayZ. This MOD, which looked great for what it was, required your character to roam around an open-world zombie-infested land looking for rifles, bullets, water and painkillers to list but a few vital resources needed to survive a zombie breakout. I was wondering, what is the closest game that has done this for consoles? <sighs> Daisy looks really, it really looks interesting. It, I mean, it's got... They've, um, Daisy has a big um, like viewer community as well. Like there's game Because games last for youngs. So there's lots of channels dedicated to streaming them online, which kind of go on. Um, Console-wise, I don't know. I mean, because that's all, that's modded. So I don't know, um, you know, obviously, because we don't have mods for consoles, really. I mean, I don't Uh, think anyone has ever recreated, I mean, obviously you don't know what it's like, but the the idea of a a proper zombie game, like, they're always kind of... I mean, Left 4 Dead was probably kind of close but, but that was really not. sort of action heavy right yeah 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 I mean when you think about it and, and it you read something paced. like uh, like World War Z mm. or like a, um, more like a survival kind of game yeah exactly and also that fa- I think with armor armor the sorry the armor mod is that you start off the game and you've got nothing and you have to scrabble around and get everything and if you die you start again from scratch your 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 character then becomes a zombie within the game and you mm. start again from scratch I mean, The Last of Us, I suppose, does that whole kind of, you know, got to be sparing with your ammo and stuff, but it's very linear. Um, what you really want is something like, it's a cross between The Last of Us and something like Skyrim, but I don't know how likely that yeah. is. It sounds like you might have identified a gap in the market, Ian Haskell. So yeah. go ahead, go forth and make it. <laughs> last it multiply. Is it it's just single player or could you mix with no, other no, players? No, no, I, th- I think you can, you can play with other people as far as I'm aware um, in DayZ. I think you okay. can, yeah. Do we need to get your computer set up with that? Yeah, good idea. Definitely have a go with that. Make some vids. I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Francis Siberini says, "Just wanted your thoughts on taking a degree to do with games at uni. My mum and I have been arguing over it, and I'd like to hear from people in the industry if you can help. That'll be great." Well, wow. I am. Um, it depends where you go, I think, as well, because a lot of it's about the connections. Um, I mean, where I did my MA in journalism, we did. Um, that was Brunel, and they have a games course there which is pretty good it was set up by one of the founders of uh, Square Ian Livingston is like co-chair of the course 
Um, what do you do on it? A lot. Um, it's design. So, you know, you learn, you can specialize whether you want to do character design to kind of artwork and then realizing that in 3D or whether it's a base program level. And I think you need to decide what you want to do there and go through. But I know a lot, a couple of my friends from home did game design and are now ones working for Traveler's Tales on the Lego, on Lego Lord of the Rings and stuff. So, you know, it, it does work. But as with everything these days, I don't think it's a degree, you know, it's a mere measure that you're definitely going to get somewhere. So make sure it's what you want to do, I think. Mm. So, in answer to your question, maybe. 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 There you go. Brilliant. <laughs> Possibly. I yeah. don't want to be responsible for your <laughs> future strike. For your failed career. Yeah. There we are then. Keep it positive, lads. Uh, <laughs> or your blistering success. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or your, if, no, if, we are, we're, yeah. We're, we're to blame we'll for that. blistering yeah. success. No, yeah. We'll take that. Um, hi, podcast folk. This is from Matt Allsop. He says, I've got a new idea for a section on the podcast. Ooh. Uh, now let's, let's hear it because we we're go. running really we short this yeah. week. We <laughs> maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll we'll see on it in. Each week you could choose an old game or film to discuss on the podcast. I'm sure it would be entertaining, and you could get readers to choose them. Also, at the end, you could give it a rating, and whether people should go back and watch slash play it. Please read this out on the podcast and get people to respond if they think it's a good idea. Okay, Breakfast Club. I'll give it seven out of ten. Done. We have Done. talked about doing this, haven't we? Before. Retrospective That's enjoyable. Stuff, yeah. mm. We do do retrospective articles as well, don't we? About franchises. Yeah. So I don't know if we'd run out of ideas, would we? I don't know. Well, one a week. Yeah, because there's, no, there's, like, there's, there's only been eight films and about four games <laughs> yeah. ever made. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if we were, what would we do? Go around and take it in turns? Well, the readers could suggest ones that they think maybe. Yeah, then maybe we might have to play really yeah. shit games yeah. and watch really rubbish movies. Maybe one one a week suggested by the readers that someone's played on the team. Or but yes, yeah, should we talk about this off air? <laughs> just well, well, nah, let's get <laughs> let's get keep coffee on, now. Let's yeah. just keep on chatting away. Just keep the tape rolling. Let's keep on going. Um, if let us know what you think about that idea, yeah, yeah, and 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 send in some ideas, and if we like any of the games or films, yeah. we might do it next week. Yeah, and send in some pictures. We've not had pictures for a while. Oh, Stu, not not again. <laughs> <laughs> not that again. Yeah, no. pictures and superhero names for us all. IGNUKfeedback@IGN.com. Uh, yeah, or you can find us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com forward slash IGNUK. Does anybody use Facebook anymore? I don't know, yeah. Uh, 36,000 people can't be wrong, so come and join us. Come I think play. it's more than that use Facebook, don't they? <laughs> well, they're, they're the only ones that matter. News just in shares like. plummeting. Yeah. Thanks, to, thanks to that throwaway they're comment. The ones that like IG <laughs> UK. Done. Uh, and come find us on Twitter as well. Luke, you're on Twitter. I don't think we've ever given you a shout-out before. Uh, yeah, no, I am on Twitter at um, twitter.com slash Luke Carmali. And how do you spell Carmali? K-A-R-M-A-L-I. Excellent. Mm. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Have we got any plugs? We don't, not we this do. week. No. We do. Do we? do we? Yeah. We're about to put up a story, aren't we, about screening, oh, we are. Of, we are. A screening of Ted, the new Seth MacFarlane Ooh. film, which we've talked about a few times. I like going to the cinema and seeing films, so that sounds like the kind of thing I might be interested mm. in. And not only will you see the film... <laughs> what? But what? It, lo- it looks like Seth MacFarlane... What? The father of Family Guy... Him? Voice of Stewie... I don't know who that what? is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be uh, there to do a Q&A afterwards. Wow. No. Shit. So, uh, yeah, I can't remember the date of it. Off <laughs> the top of my head. But we will have a story up by the time this podcast plops. So, so. the film screening is taking place in central London. That's that, yeah. We know that. And it's yeah. Thursday, I think. Thursday. What, this yeah, Thursday. I think it might be th- next Thursday. Yeah, Thursday coming. This Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Thursday coming. Yeah. 
So, Great. Um, <laughs> Check that on the site, everyone. Yeah. That was smooth. We, we'll probably be there. Yeah. Will we? Well, I might be. Can, I, well, the film can, we got, can we I get tickets? Can we I don't get know tickets? if we'll be there. Oh. We've got the link to the tickets, so I think we can get a few. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that laugh. <laughs> and we should that day also have our Seth MacFarlane here to do a Twitter takeover. So oh, that would be brilliant. Look out for that on that Thursday. That should be really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, well, so that's it for now. Well, we've got 10 minutes left, really. Um, well, I don't know what to do. What should we do? I'll tell you what we'll do. Yeah. Is we'll stop recording, but just leave 10 minutes of blank air. Good idea. Oh, I like it. And then it. let yeah, okay. readers, like, re- like, Read out like like imagine they're like filling in the last ten minutes. That's a good idea. Or they could they could just guest. they could just shout at us, call us names. Yeah. Why not? Every kind of minute or so, one of us just kind of go. Hmm. Yeah. Can yeah. you edit that in? Hmm. Say yeah. a swear word. Yeah. yeah. Every minute we'll say a sexual swear word. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what, you do all yours <laughs> now, and then we'll cut them in over the next ten minutes. All right, carry on. Go on, Chris. Bollocks. Yeah. Tits. <laughs> Funt. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this isn't staining, is it? Yes. Melons. Yes, it is. Melons. Melons. Titty bollocks. Yeah. Um, Fun bags. Reach around. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, Iron fist. <laughs> no. Gina Gershon. <laughs> oh, Bush baby. What the fuck? Chicken drumsticks. <laughs> Quick fit fitter. <laughs> this is Men. Fast ending. <sighs> Okay. Just fade us out, Stu. Yeah, just fade us out. Um, yeah, leave us a good rating on iTunes. <laughs> Don't rate us just on this one, though. Maybe go with the rest of them. You can't answer before. that after that. That's offensive. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.